Hi, everybody. This is Sharon Rhodes of Time For You, and I would like to welcome you to the podcast today. I'm so happy that you could join us. Time For You exists because I've learned over the years that it's really important for us to remind each other and ourselves how important it is to take time for us. Now, it's sort of a play on words because, as most of you know, I love using essential oils in uh, my home. And so, time is spelled T H Y M E. However, whether you use essential oils or not, and I really hope you do, the concept of taking time for you is what I'm all about. Am I trying to sell you something? Well, yes, I am an independent distributor of Young Living Essential Oils, and so I'm very proud of the fact that I would love to share my essential oils and how they've changed my life for the better with anyone who's ready to listen. However, what I'm really trying to sell you is a concept, a concept that you are worthy, that you are a very special human being created on purpose and for a purpose. And because life gets so busy, I'm trying to sell you the concept of remembering to take time for you. And so with that out of the way, today I'd like to talk to you about an article. It's sort of a, I used an article from Success Magazine from several years ago. It was so important to me at that time, I saved it. And I pulled it up recently and looked at it again. And the article gave 11 ways to attract abundance into your life. And so I've taken those 11 things that Success Magazine uh, wrote about, and I've added my thoughts to them based on my experience, my training, my years of practicing thinking abundantly. My years of practicing, and it's, it's something we do every day. I have to do it every single day. My years of practicing taking time for me to be, to figure out what it is I'm supposed to be focusing on and to eliminate all of the noise of life, all of the demands of life that do not contribute to living that life of purpose and abundance. And so let's talk about 11 ways to attract abundance into your life. Like I said, these 11 concepts came from an article in Success Magazine, and I've added my thoughts to them. So the first one is always begin with gratitude. Always be thankful for what you already have And always see the miracles that come from just being thankful and expressing gratitude. Instead of thinking to yourself, oh my goodness, isn't it awful? Change your thinking, upgrade your thinking, and find one good thing in your life to be grateful for. And focus on that. Start there. When you're good at doing that, and when those thoughts of, oh goodness, isn't it awful, start clouding your brain, then think of two good things 
that you're grateful for. Three good things and, and keep building on that. And pretty soon, thoughts of gratitude will come more easily than the thoughts of lack. So instead of asking, why did this happen to me? Ask yourself, why did this happen for me? When you get injured, for example, instead of saying, why did this have to happen to me? Ask yourself, what did this, why did this happen for me? What is the benefit for me in this? Because everything happens for a reason. When we can see the goodness in all things, all things begin to bring us more goodness. Gratitude is key to seeing goodness in all things. The second concept is to dream it. Everything begins with a thought. Dreams are thoughts you have while you sleep, or they're also thoughts you have when you unchain your brain and let it do what it's created to do naturally, solve problems. There was a study in which volunteers were given uh, dozen, dozens of word puzzles to solve while their brains were being scanned and monitored. The participants in the study pressed a button as soon as they figured out the solution to one of the word puzzles. They were then asked to state whether the solution came in like a flash of insight or whether it came more through a deliberate strategy of solving the problem, the puzzle. Researchers observed a unique pattern of brain activity when participants reported that they solved with insight. They observed a burst of high-frequency oscillations over the right superior temporal gyrus, which is the site of multisensory integration in the brain. Researchers also observed the burst of high-frequency activity was preceded right before it by something that was really unexpected. About one and a half seconds before that burst of high-frequency activity and the participant pressed the button, their EEG in the right visual cortex began to oscillate at a very low frequency. The visual cortex is a different part of the brain, and it's believed that reflects a suppression of neural processing there. Why would activity in the visual cortex be suppressed before a flash of insight? It's kind of an oxymoron. Researchers suggest that it, would ref it reflects a reduction of visual inputs, perhaps facilitating creativity. Now think about it. When you close your eyes, you think, you usually close your eyes when you're trying to do some intense mental thinking. And researchers found that when you close your eyes, that part of the brain has a reduction in the um, activity. It's a natural instinct. Close your eyes and think more creatively. In contrast, researchers believe the high frequency oscillation 
in that right superior temporal gyrus is the neural calling card of insight and abundance thinking. Every great achievement begins in your mind. I'm going to say that again because it's really important. Every great achievement begins in your mind. So give yourself permission to dream and think big. Dream of the possibilities for yourself, for your family, and for others. Is there a dream that you've let grow cold? Close your eyes. Take a deep breath. Use an amazing essential oil if you have them. And reignite that dream. Life is too short to let your dreams grow cold. Number three is alter your mindset. Rich people live in a world of abundance. I'm not talking just financial wealth. That is a piece of it. But rich people live in a world of abundance. Poor people live in a world of limitation. And it all begins with their thinking. Poor people think there's not enough to go around in the world. They come from a fear-based approach to thinking. They, they think either or. They think if I have it, you can't. They think if you have it, I can't. But they never think you and I can both have it. In a poor person's mindset, they will choose security above love, safety before self-expression, and protection over possibility because they're either or thinkers, never both. They don't see that they can have security and love, safety and self-expression, protection and possibility. If you ever studied Maslow's hierarchy of needs, those, those people that think in a poor person's mindset default to the lower need in everything. And that's because of their mindset. They just don't see the possibilities. Rich people, on the other hand, understand that with a little creativity, a willingness to be unconventional and to keep an open mind, a willingness to work for it, they can have both. There is no either or in rich people's thinking. When you build your life on the both mentality, you will see opportunities that were there all along and you just missed them. You do have control over your mindset. People may control your surroundings. They can put you in a cave or a box or a cell, yet no one, no one is able to control your mind unless you give them that power. Your thoughts are your God-given power, your birthright, so to speak. So if you've given somebody else control over your thoughts, take back that power now. Number four, construct an empowering reality. Yes, at this very moment, you are and I am creating our own reality right now. 
you may not be doing it at a, a high intensity or with a lot of intention, yet you are creating your reality as you listen to what my words. Reality is subjective. That means that every one of you has your own unique perception of reality, and no two of you have quite the same understanding of what is real. I'm here to tell you, my husband and I verify that statement every single day. <laughs> you see, our perceptions of the world we live in are filtered through our previous individual personal experiences because no two individuals can have exactly the same set of personal experiences, not even identical twins. Our perceptions and our understanding of the external world vary from person to person. Once you understand this concept, you can then choose to believe the power you have to do something about your own reality. What are your perceptions? What are your beliefs? What is your current reality? Take time to answer those three questions. What are your perceptions? What are your beliefs today? And what is your current reality? Now here's a little exercise. Take a piece of paper and make three columns. And just do some brainstorming on your perceptions, your beliefs, and current reality. I'm gonna give you a very personal example. Here's a, here's a perception. I'm not rich enough to own a condo on the ocean. That's a perception that I had one time. And yet, I really wanted to live on the ocean. I used to tell my husband, I know I'll be healthier and I'll live longer if I live on the ocean. I love the smell, the sounds of the waves crashing onto the beach. I love walking by the ocean. I love everything about it. So my perception was I'm not rich enough. I can't afford to own a condo on the ocean. Only rich people have those, and I'm not rich enough. My belief, however, was I am a child of God who loves the ocean. My Heavenly Father wants me to live a happy, abundant, and healthy life. Because of Him, I am worthy to do that. Therefore, I am worthy of a condo on the ocean. Here's my current reality. I'm living in a beautiful condo on the ocean. What empowered me? My dream, my perceptions, my beliefs, my thoughts, and then the actions I took to move toward those thoughts. Abundance thinking. So starting today, right this very minute, Choose to believe and think thoughts that empower you. Choose to ignore thoughts that move you backwards. Choose to let those thoughts that restrict you, that limit you, just let them go. It's your reality, so create an abundant one. One very important disclaimer. Thoughts come first and then actions. You must do the work to make your dreams become a reality. It's all up to you. I could have had the dream to live on the ocean. I could have had the perception that I was not rich enough. 
I could have had the belief that I'm a child of God and God wants this for me. And then I could have stopped there and I would not be living on the ocean. It takes action. It's all up to you. Number five, stop making excuses. You are important. You are worthy. Your future is important. You deserve abundance. So stop making excuses that jeopardize your future and your abundance. You get the future that you think about and then work for. That makes both your thoughts and your actions pretty darn important. Very impactful. The choices you make control your destiny. So make good choices. And they start with small, positive steps. Small, individual thoughts that lead to small steps, baby steps, if you will, that get bigger as you grow and you get more, more mature in your abundance thinking. So make choices that are filled with abundance. Number six is realize your potential. I really like the definition of potential as currently unrealized ability or um, potential, okay? Potential energy. The wonderful thing about potential is that it's like a snowball. Once you get it rolling, the energy of motion just takes over and it grows and gets bigger as it picks up speed. Think for a moment about the people that you admire. What qualities do they have that cause you to admire them? What draws you to them? Could it be that you're drawn to them because they're full of realized potential? That realized potential generates a positive energy, just like that snowball going downhill. And that positive energy attracts people. It attracts you. It uplifts everyone's energy and potential. Have you heard the saying, a rising tide floats all ships? Have you heard that you're the average of the five people with whom you spend the most time? Today, you have a choice. Will you realize your ability or potential and become like a snowball at the top of the hill? Just give yourself a little gentle nudge and commit to letting yourself roll on and get bigger and better and pick up speed. Number seven, attract opportunity. This is a very powerful concept which, concept, which I believe to be absolutely true. I've watched it in my own life. Success is something you attract. It's not something you run after or you pursue. I once heard somebody say that he, was, he wanted to get married. And he, so he went to a very wise friend and he asked, how can I find the perfect wife? And that very wise friend suggested to the man, write down every quality that you are seeking in a perfect wife. And when he did, he took the list to his wise friend and his friend said, now work on yourself to develop those exact same qualities and you will attract your perfect wife. And he did. Use your efforts to attract abundance by thinking abundantly and moving toward abundance, and you will attract more abundance. I promise you, abundance will start seeking you out. Number eight, 
commit to living your dreams. When you truly get your mindset right and make a commitment to live your dreams, a whole new world will open up to you. You will notice opportunities that have been there all along. You just had eyes that were blinded by limited thinking and a poverty mindset. Your conscious mind simply couldn't see them when they were right there all along. Making the fundamental change to become an abundance thinker shifts your entire world and your future. You will see everything as possible. Your only limitations will be your thinking, which you have the power to change and expand. You have that power. You have that control. You'll see things that most people around you still do not see yet because they're looking with a limited, they're thinking with a limited mindset, and therefore they're seeing with eyes that have been blinded, clouded vision. Now that you can see abundance everywhere, you are achieving a life of abundance and living your life to your highest potential and purpose. That's where abundance thinking can take you. Number nine is never be satisfied. Or put more positively, always want more, always do more, and always be more. This doesn't mean that you're ungrateful. Remember, the very first point that we started with was be grateful. Always wanting more, always doing more, always being more keeps you growing into your higher potential and a more abundant life. When you have more, you do more. You can help more people. You will attract more abundance. And that abundant circle just keeps growing. Number 10, add value to others. Is there any end to abundance? I don't think so. In fact, I know not. Can you give it all away and be left with nothing for yourself? Well, think about the biblical story, if you've ever heard of the five loaves and the two fishes, that fed thousands. There were doubters in the crowd, and they watched as five loaves of bread and two fish fed thousands of people. Think about a grain of sand on the beach and how abundantly beaches are filled with grains of sand all over the world. If you take a grain of sand off the beach, are you going to run out? I dare say. Think about when you say thank you or when you say I love you. Are you then left without any more thankfulness or without any more love? No, because it multiplies. When we add value, when we share our abundance with others, it becomes so much more. It's a fact. I believe whatever you give away with a joyful heart and an abundance mindset comes back to you a thousand times over. I've seen it happen in my own life. Number 11, make the most of the infinite possibilities ahead of you. You are a unique and wonderful creation. You are here on purpose and for a purpose. You deserve to walk in that purpose and live a life filled with abundance. The possibilities that already exist within you are endless. They are programmed into your being, just like the operating system is programmed into your computer. You might have picked up some bad coding along the way, and yet you 
are the programmer. So fix the code. Degauss your being. That's the process of reducing or eliminating an unwanted magnetic field or unwanted data that's stored on a disk or a tape, like a computer or a hard drive. So get rid of it. If you have unwanted data stored in your being, meaning negative thinking, a poverty mindset, erase it, dump it, overwrite it, replace it with abundance thinking and make the most of the infinite possibilities that are right there waiting for you. That's all I have for today. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I'm Sharon Rose of Time For You. I'm a, an abundance thinker, and I want to attract as, attract as many abundance thinkers as I can. I have a Facebook group called Abundance Thinkers. If you're on Facebook, would you join us? Till next time, that's all I have. I'll leave you with this important reminder. Always remember to take time for you because you are worthy of it. Have a great day.